we can change America and the way its, its stance is on our Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and all that, but you can't do it overnight. Welcome, everyone. My name is Brandon Lewis, publisher of the Tennessee Conservative News, and joining me today is Lee Greenwood. He's a country music legend, and he's had music in his blood since an early age. He began playing piano and saxophone at age 12, but would eventually become recognized for his stunning vocals. He passed on track and music scholarships to the College of the Pacific, along with a professional baseball career to pursue his passion for music, and we are glad that he did. I don't think I would have gone to watch you run track, but I have listened to uh, seven number one songs that you've done, 25 charted singles to his credit. Uh, choosing songs proved to be a success, and if you listen to the lyrics, you'll know that. Um, and we'll get into some of these songs in a moment. Uh, Lee Greenwood has won numerous industry awards, including Male Vocalist of the Year from the Country Music Association in 83 and 84, and has a Grammy for Top Male Vocal Performance in 85 for IOU. The CMA also named God Bless the USA as its Song of the Year in 1985. The song has been in the top five on the country single charts three times, three times, 1991, 2000. One and 2003, giving it the distinction of being the only song in any genre of music ever to achieve that feat. It was also number one on the pop charts uh, after 9-11 and 01. In addition, CBS voted God Bless the USA, the most recognizable patriotic song in America. Mr. Greenwood, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for that introduction. It, you know, as I look back and even use the word legend, it, it just kind of... Um, takes me back a minute. I was some people today, uh, had a little bite to eat in Nashville with some friends, and they were exclaiming that they um, were younger and, and uh, were hard to believe that I've been in the business as long as I have, because as a teenager, I was already professional in California before I moved to Nevada, and then I spent 20 years in Nevada in the casinos writing music for major shows, uh, lounge reviews. I had several acts uh, that I fronted uh, for the shows that I performed and even played piano bar for several years and dealt cards in a casino just to make sure that I had money to survive. And that was interesting. But when I got my career in Nashville and moved, it was a whole different level uh, for me. And, and exciting as it's been, as I look back and now I've been in Nashville almost 40 years, it's like, oh my gosh, am I really that old? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in a moment, we're going to talk about your most recent project, but first, uh, I'm a huge, huge classic uh, country music fan. Last week, I saw Alabama at Oak Mountain. This weekend, I will see your friends, the Oak Ridge Boys in Bremen, Georgia. So, this is not like, oh, it was great. I used to, no. I'm still out there. Uh, I'm taking, I bought like 15 tickets to the Oak Ridge Boys. I'm taking my wife's entire family. I love country music. I grew up in a small trailer on a rural route and my mother would listen to WQSD, and you would be on there every morning when I was getting ready for school. You had uh, Hearts Aren't Made to Break, Great Harmony, Holding a Good Hand, had a driving beat. You had Morning Ride, has wonderful imagery, I still believe, and that song is an earworm because it never gets back to the major chord. Well, well just, that's nice to point out. It just I, walks I, it. Song, I still believe uh, it just has such a wonderful verse, and just kind of just just goes through the whole song. And like you said, it doesn't go back, you know, and I, 
and and the hook line is I still I still believe and it, it kept me in that range of my voice which is uh what my producer and I chose uh, when we had our very first single it turns me inside out followed by about seven or other songs that all actually kind of held me in that range with the exception of She's Lying and uh She's Lying was written by the same writer Jan Crutchfield who wrote us three hits and I call it the trilogy going going gone of the three being our first number one single well they're great they're great songs uh one thing that is there's you know music has changed it's become a little bit digital but I was able to get into your lexicon my wife's like damned how long are you going to listen to Lee Greenwood <laughs> I'm like well I'm talking to him tomorrow I want to make sure I refresh my mind on all these things and I'd listened to him previously uh how did you pick and vocalize these amazing songs and I know some of them that you've written and you came up through the school of hard knocks when so many uh, modern country music stars do not go through any of that experience how did you pick your songs and how did you figure out how to sing them in a way that was so compelling well first of all let me just tell you how I met my producer Jerry Crutchfield I was playing in Vegas uh, at, at this particular time with my own band called the Lee Greenwood Affair and had two girl singers and a quartet. And we worked in the same hotel with Bill Medley. I was his opening act in the lounge. And we had a 1500 seat lounge, which was twice as large as the main room where Elvis performed. And so I, I never lost my sight. And people always say, keep your eye on the prize, keep your eye on the goal. And my goal was to find national prominence, but I just didn't know how to do it. I, I went to Los Angeles and failed uh, in the pop field. And, uh, and being from California, I thought that would have been an easy call. It was not. I didn't want to really go to New York or any, anything like that. And I found this record on uh, this 45 single. And it was Please Come to Boston, written by Dave Loggins, who was a wonderful singer, writer, and guitar player from Bristol, Tennessee. And I was so uh, compelled about by that music. If that's the kind of music they make in Nashville, Maybe that's where I need to go. And so I, I, I called um, just by chance. This is where you got to get in the phone book. And I found MCA Music. And, and the Jerry Crutchfield was the producer of that record. And I called him. And I said to uh, the secretary, can I talk to Jerry Crutchfield? Who at the time, being president, doesn't take all the calls. And uh, she said, who is this? I said, it's Lee Greenwood. I'm a singer in Vegas. Well, she put me through to Jerry. Now, Jerry was a singer when he came to Nashville and with, his, uh, with a quartet. But he had kind of lost his voice along the way, and it kind of scratchy. So um, he said, oh, this, this is Jerry Crutchfield. Who's this? And I said, this is Lee Greenwood. I'm a singer in Vegas, and I'd like to audition for you. And he said, well, I, I like Vegas, and I'm going out to Los Angeles next week. I'll stop and see you. That was it. Wow. Well, that just goes to show you, you've got to get out there and shake the bushes and hustle. And it's not just about talent. It's about commitment. And it's about figuring sometimes, you you know, you just got to get out there and work it. And that, that work ethic is what I think separates a lot of a lot of the, the new ones from the classic ones. So let me ask you this. And then I, we're going to get into this stuff. But I if we are talking to a country legend. I'm getting goosebumps here. This has been my favorite interview. And I just interviewed Mike Pompeo yesterday. So I'm Todd, I, I, I know more about Lee Greenwood than I know about Mike Pompeo. And uh, so it used to be that country music was raw. It, it was a real depiction of American life set to amazing vocals. It had standout lyrics. And if you weren't talented, you couldn't make it because it was all about the sound. And the music was very diverse. I'm talking, you listen to music from that era and country music, it was all over the place. 
in today's country music, if you can even call it that, it seems out of touch. It seems prepackaged. It seems like these kids are faking it and they've never lived it. And it doesn't come from real experience. I, how, I, I guess, you know, music genres transform, but how did we get here? Can we ever go back? No, no. And, and, and I will say this, uh, all of the artists who recorded in those early days, um, we didn't have pro tools. We didn't have a way to fix the vocals. If you didn't get it right, you had to go back and record the entire thing again. Occasionally, you'd have a good engineer who could punch in and punch out of a particular spot in the song you wanted to fix. But today, you don't have to do that. You sing it two or three times and leave it to the editor to fix all of your mistakes. In those early days also, it was a scratchy sound. The reason we went to CDs is really get, get rid of tape, which had a hiss in it. And oddly enough, my 23-year-old now, who's a Chancellor Scholar, Parker Greenwood at TCU in Fort Worth, he's gone back to vinyl. And I said, the reason we got rid of vinyl, son, is because it doesn't last. He said, yeah, but it has this little hiss in it that I kind of like. Well, okay, so it's just a different way to look at it. But no, we'll never go back to those days when it was just talent. And yet, having said that, there's a lot of great talent out there and some great singers. Uh, and country music has really gone back to more the traditional sounds of those guys from Georgia and Texas and Tennessee and uh, who have a, an accent, who have a little bit of a y'all to it. And, uh, and, and I'm one of those outsiders from the West Coast, like Kenny Rogers, even though he'd be from Texas, uh, and uh, Ronnie Millsap, uh, mm -hmm. who had a more of a contemporary sound to them, and many of the girl singers. However, because we chose the music we did, it fit my career. Again, I credit Jerry Crutchfield, my producer, for making those decisions. Well, I'm glad you did. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, we, we've got a wonderful, proud Tennessee uh, conservative tumbler. And for those of y'all that are watching, uh, if you put in uh, regular water in here, and if you say a quick prayer over the top of it, it turns into black cherry Kool-Aid or your favorite drink of choice as magical properties. Uh, if you go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support and get any amount, and you also get two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers and a directory of all your state senators and state representatives. Um, so if you appreciate what we're doing here covering stories that the liberal Tennessee media will not, uh, go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Thank you for indulging me. So when God Bless the USA captured the spirit of American patriotism after 9-11, I actually sang that song after 9-11. I play guitar at Jacksonville State uh, University, sitting in the back of, uh, of, of, I think it was at the time, the Sig Ep house uh, for a memorial. Yeah. And that was when I learned, I do not have your vocal range. Do not have it. Do not remotely have it. And the issue was, I can't believe I'm telling this. I didn't mean to. I didn't remember this until I looked at this. It was one of my most embarrassing musical moments. When you try to sing the way you can sing, but everybody else remembers the way that Lee Greenwood sings, and then they join in, you can't. So I just quit singing. <laughs> I just had to I'm let sure them sing because they I wanted to hit your notes, and I could only hit my notes. <laughs> well, you know, I uh, you still have great singers who sing those that kind of range, but in the days of um, 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 Pretty Woman. Um, Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison, who had that very high range, but he also had a, a good quality to those range. When he had Crying and I had Lion, those two songs kind of exposed the range of both of us. And, and, and I was talking to Mark Wills, who's now, congratulations to a member of the Opry. He said, do you still do all the old songs in the same original key? I said, yeah, of course I do. And I said, because there's no reason to change it if I can't, if I can hit all the notes, and I can. I have no trouble in that. As long as I keep singing all the time, I think that may be the key 
for most people who are artists and and they don't work enough, uh, their voices don't stay in shape enough and they have to kind of lower the key so they can still have range. Um, but if you take somebody like John Connolly, who never really had a high range, he still sings the same songs he's always sang in the same keys, you know, rose-colored glasses. They're right down in the range he really likes. And so it wasn't required for him to uh, do any any specific exercise to keep his, his voice in range. I, on the other hand, if I don't work four times a month at least, then uh, my voice will actually begin to, to fade. So I have to work at it to get it back to shape. Well, that's, I, that is interesting. Uh, so back then, after 9-11, you know, it was an amazing time. Everyone, and I mean everyone, was wrapping themselves in the American flag, sometimes probably when they didn't even want to. And today, certain elements seem a little bit hell-bent on, on putting our nation down, on teaching that our, our history isn't exceptional. We need to rewrite it. We need to replace our shared culture. What in the world happened? Because it has not been that long. Yeah, it really bothers me. I, I'm going to New York on August 21 uh, uh, this month, uh, whether it's next week, uh, to film a special that will be aired 9-11 uh, on various channels across America with uh, Journey and Earth, Wind and & Fire and a few other acts who are all gonna give their, their performance. It's a 20 year anniversary of the attack on America. And I think, you know, if once, once we have been attacked, America always seems to come together. And you look at all the wars past uh, where we've had to bind together. I mean, World War II, for instance, you know, is something that this nation was in jeopardy. And then you take Vietnam, which kind of split us apart. And then uh, the 9-11 attack brought us back together. Now we got the pandemic that kind of puts us apart again. There'll be that ebb and flow, but I'm a little disposed because I'm a conservative. And, and as much as the people think that change has to come immediately or overnight, we can change America and the way its, it's stance is on our constitution, the Declaration of Independence and all that, but you can't do it overnight. It takes a generation or two to make that change solidified and is this good for the future of the republic? Well, I don't know. I, a lot of people are worried. I'm, I started this conservative uh, news organization because I, I was worried about what happened back in October of last year. I came back out of retirement after working on federal campaigns for Congressman Desjardins and, and Senator Corker and a bunch of others. And I just felt like we were losing our liberties and freedoms. And somebody had to tell the story from the perspective of the, of the community uh, and of Tennessee, not necessarily of the politicians in Tennessee, which is quite different. Uh, and right now you have got something that I think you're trying to do something similar with in, in our underpinning in Christianity uh, in this great nation and its founding. Uh, talk about your recent project with the commemorative God Bless the USA Bible to recognize the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and, and, and what people need to know about it and what inspired you to do it. You know, I, I wasn't always a solid Christian. Uh, my grandparents sent me to church. They never took me to church. And of course, consequently, I sang in the First Baptist Church in Sacramento, California, where I was raised. It's actually North Sacramento, if people know anything about that region. And uh, when I left home all the years in Nevada, I was working on my career. I really didn't have the depth of spiritual foundation that I needed. Uh, not till I got to Nashville and I met my wife, Kim, and we've been married almost 30 years now, did I come back to the Lord. And I found out exactly what I was missing in the spirit in my life. Of course, that it's not necessarily something that made me write God Bless the USA. I just need, needed to 
to know the country needed it. Um, but when I place God first in my song, you recognize then what kind of a person I am. I walk the walk and I talk the talk. And in order to make sure that people understand that when we built this country, it wasn't to escape religion. It was to escape persecution from the religion we wanted to pursue. So with the release of our new God Bless the USA Bible, uh, there's something special about it. It's the King James Version, Old and New Testament, just as it's written. And in the very back of the Bible is the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, and the Pledge of Allegiance. And I think people need to review those documents to understand how this country got started and why we had those kind of documents to lead us into the future. You know, our founding fathers were very smart in as much as they know change could come. But if you follow this outline, this country can still survive. Well, I think you're absolutely right. And um, I believe that this, this nation, because it was founded on those precepts, has done the exceptional things that it has. Uh, unlike so many other uh, religions that, that think you can work your way to heaven, God knows that we're very flawed, and so does the, said the founders. They said men are evil and corrupt, and we need to, we need to separate these powers. We need to, need to make it very difficult for one group to uh, punish, ostracize, or take over another, and uh, they want to get rid of a lot of those separations. Uh, you also have some music in the back of this uh, Bible. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, the only music in it is they've asked me if I would write the chorus of God Bless the USA. So I hand wrote it and signed it. And that's the only place that my signature appears in the Bible, because I, 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 tell, I told them from the beginning, this is, this is not something I want to project. Uh, the, the main thing here is to read about the words of Jesus Christ and to understand our country and how it got started. But they insisted that I do that. So the very front page of it is the chorus of God Bless the USA which is why on the very front cover, it's a leather bound cover with two flags at the bottom. It basically says, uh, God bless the USA. Bye. So. Well, it's, it's beautiful and I'm gonna buy uh, one for me and I've got a, a friend of mine, Christopher LeBlanc, who is a huge country music fan. He plays banjo uh, and guitar. And I got another one that plays mandolin. They love your music. I love your music. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm so, this is, this is um, an honor. It has been a true honor. How do people find this? Uh, how do people find this new Bible? And how do people keep up with what you're doing and where you're going? Well, you can go to LeeGreenwood.com and, and get all of my uh, discography and my tour schedule. For the Bible itself, if you want to pre-order it because it'll be out shortly for sale in bookstores, you go to GodBlessTheUSABible.com and you will find it there for pre-order. Okay, so God Bless the USA or, or what is it? God bless the USA Bible.com. That's it. You have to say it twice. God bless the USA Bible.com. And uh, we'll also have this, this video at Tennessee Conservative News.com, uh, along with probably a transcript. I'll get this puppy transcribed uh, for those of y'all that like to read instead of watch. Uh, Mr. Greenwood, thank you for keeping the music alive. Uh, thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for reminding us that we do live in the greatest nation and that God has continued to bless us and we need to turn toward Him. Uh, so that we have his favor. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Brandon. Thank you for the interview. All right. This has been a pleasure, guys. I can't wait to get this one out there. Brandon Lewis here with the Tennessee Conservative News. Until next time, I'm signing off.